Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. What's up, YouTube? It's your coach. Thank you guys so much for the support. Here's an episode of my podcast that I love that I wanted to share with you guys. Please subscribe, like, subscribe, like. Thank you for the support. Here's another episode of the Coach HP Show. I'm going to be dropping a lot of these. I have, I've been hoarding these things. I'm going to release them to you guys. Some of it's baseball related, some of it's not. I hope you enjoy this episode. Let's go. Three, two, one, boom, and we're on. All right, McCall, let me give you the rules first, okay? Okay. Rule number one. There are no rules. Okay. You got that? <laughs> Perfect. If anything happens a little weird, I can edit it here. Hopefully, remember, these people down here are not going to listen to you. So it's just me here, but we're going to be good. Okay. Let me introduce you first to Zach up there. Zach is from Tennessee. Mm -hmm. He's one of the greatest artists of our generation. Oh, period. <laughs> so he's up there. He's going to come in soon. But before we get to him, let's get to you. So I think from looking at your work and looking at your stuff, that you're so talented and you have so much potential, right? Thank you. And you've, who I met and who I see on TikTok are two different people. I would have never thought <laughs> you'd be so funny, so edgy, so cool, all these things, okay? So I have questions. Zach has questions up there. Whatever you need, we're going to go as long as you want to go. There's no rules. I know it's only your second podcast, but this is chill. This is not, we're not on NBC, CBS. You can curse. You could do whatever you want. Okay? <laughs> I am so excited. You got that? All right. So Zach has his questions. I have mine. You have yours, whatever. We're going to start back and forth. First question I'm going to ask you. Okay. TikTok. How did you start thinking about TikTok? So I have five guy best friends and they all did TikTok and they saw success really quickly on there. And they kept telling me, they were like, you have to get on TikTok. It's such an amazing opportunity. And I had been doing YouTube for a couple of years and I liked the idea of long form content more than short form content. I felt like I was able to connect with my audience better, but then I decided to show on TikTok my like funnier side and it did really well. So my best friends convinced me to do it. Thinking about funnier side, right? So one of the things you have is that you said, and I always, it's so interesting with girls because you're how old now? 21, 20? I'm 17. Oh my God. Didn't you graduate <laughs> college already? No, I just graduated high school. Oh, and you're so mature. That's right. So you're 17. Oh my God. Okay. So 17, <laughs> right? You sometimes hint low-key bad girl. Oh, period. <laughs> there's there's some moves that you do. You don't do it a lot. But every mm -hmm. once in a while, you hit us with the, what is it called? The TikTok pants or something like that, right? And I see <laughs> what you're doing there, right? When did you make a conscious choice? Okay, I'm not going to be that girl. I'm only going to hit it every once in a while. Mm -hmm. How did you think about that? Um, I... I didn't really like, I'm very proud of my body because health and fitness is a really big deal to me. And like on my YouTube, I really do a lot with that. But I quickly decided that on my TikTok, I didn't want to do that because I've seen a lot of people, like as soon as they do workout content, that like that's all that people want from them. And like, that's the only way that I would really like showcase my body or how I got it. And it just isn't me to, I don't know. I just didn't want to. I just like, I don't know. I'm fine with other when other girls do that, right. but I just knew that I didn't want to be known for that and have that people. Makes, that, yeah, that makes sense. Now, do you play any sports or anything? I used to run track in high school. Ah, that explains it. That explains it. What What exercise did you do? Like, what What did you run? Did you sprinting the yeah. hurdles? Yeah, I was a sprinter. I did the 100, the 200, the four by one, and the four by two. Zach, you think you could beat her? No, not not a chance. I I run. 
but long distance, but I don't even like doing that. But Zach, yeah. Zach do you think bad. me and her, me, you, and a relay can beat her? I don't think so. Can we? Do I don't think? know. No, there's no way. So. There's no way. There's no way. So you did that as you start, because we had a conversation. I saw a lot of acting things with you. Like I didn't just see a TikTok person. I told you YouTube. I think you should attack YouTube, especially looking now at your body of work, McCall. Dude, I really see that. I really see the talent. I see the crying. I see <laughs> the this and that, right? Did you... Since we've spoken, have did you start with the YouTube or not yet? I started with YouTube. So um, I've been doing YouTube since uh, middle school. Oh, my God. How's that coming along? It's going really good. That is my favorite platform to produce content on. I'm at 80,000 subscribers, and it's all been from YouTube. It's not TikTok to YouTube. Look at that. How do you know they're because they've just been with you since day one? How do you know about that? Um, because I never – I have. I'm yet to promote my YouTube on my TikTok because the content is so different and I really don't want my TikTok audience to subscribe and then expect me to like cry on video in like a, <laughs> in like a funny way. And the content's so different that I haven't really touched trying to um, merge the platforms. What's the con Dude, I didn't know you had the YouTube. What's the content on YouTube like? What is it? Um, I do vlogs and I also have done a couple documentaries where I'm like very vulnerable. So... Um, one of them was I documented healing from a breakup I went through for six months. And then this year I released a video called losing three family members in one month. And so I just try to be very open and honest with my audience and connect with them. They're my besties. That's, that's a super mature thing to be. How did you get that, that maturity? Did you just like, you were born that way? Did you learn that? How did you get that mature? Definitely from my parents being so transparent with me about what was happening in our family and like showing me how we heal and how we move forward. I was also very um, inspired by Shane Dawson and all of his series. He was so vulnerable on the internet and I loved that. Like I felt like he was my best friend every time I watched his videos. Didn't that dude get destroyed recently? Is he, he's, he he's in timeout. He's in timeout now, right? He is in timeout, but years ago before things surfaced, I loved him and I, I still look up to his content. How did you learn to edit? Was it you did on TikTok? How does that happen? I did my first one yesterday to put the thing. I learned the, the screen stuff. How did you learn how to do that? So I learned to edit on TikTok just through trial and error. And it was, I don't know, TikTok was so hard for me to learn. I don't know why. I feel like they set it up to be very easy. And then for my YouTube videos, I was also self-taught, just exploring like the different platforms. I started with iMovie and then I went to Final Cut Pro. Final Cut Pro. You never did the Adobe? No, I didn't because in middle school, I did a film class and we had to use Adobe and something was not clicking. I never understood it. And maybe one day though. How's, how's Final Cut? Is that good? Do you like it? I really like it. It does everything I need it to do. I don't do like intense edits. So it gets the job done for me. Dude, I'm going to take a look at it because I'm an iMovie guy. I do everything still on iMovie. So that's my thing. Zach, hit her with a question, buddy. Come on. All right. So one of the questions I had, I mean, you were talking about, you know, the difference between YouTube and um, TikTok. And now that YouTube has come out with YouTube shorts and I saw that you have posted a couple YouTube shorts, that to me seems like that kind of, you know, maybe area or like points where you could merge a little bit of the content because I mean, I believe in, you know, reusing content. Like I post the same content on TikTok as I do YouTube, as I do Instagram. Mm -hmm. But what do you think about like YouTube shorts and it changing towards, I mean, trying to get more short form content like TikTok? I think that YouTube shorts have done like wonders for like different creators. My uh, One of my really good friends, Sean, went from, I think it was 200,000 subscribers to he's a close to 3 million subscribers from wow. shorts. And wow. so I think one of my biggest regrets is doing different content on TikTok to YouTube because I can't really convert. And so I think that any creator that's trying to grow platform should really focus on converting because it's so powerful. We've seen like Dixie D'Amelio get so many subscribers from her um, TikTok and it's such a smart move. Mm -hmm. So I have made a second TikTok account where I do like more of like the health videos because I do that on my YouTube and I've started posting those shorts onto there. So I think that everyone should get onto YouTube shorts if you're a YouTuber. 
Macaw, yeah. what, what did you think about Zach's first question? About YouTube Shorts? Yeah, that's a good question, right? Yeah, no, I love it. I love it. All right, I just, just I'm setting the mood here. I want to make sure. Hey, this is. is I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to mute him. I don't want to have to mute him. You know what I mean? Zach is great. Zach is great. Zach, listen. You. Do you see this this painting right here? Zach did that one right there. Oh my gosh! He did that one, and he's done all of barstool stuff. This guy is like a genius. That's that one, awesome. This one right here too behind me is mine. Oh my oh gosh! Yeah. Oh yeah! That's amazing. Thank well, you. You you said your friend McCall did the shorts. What kind of a was he doing funny stuff? So um, you guys may know him. His name is Sean. Does magic. He's a very big TikToker, and he does magic. So he just does like different um, skits and people reacting to magic, and he does that on TikTok and then start posting on YouTube. And he also does vlogs on YouTube. He's a really funny guy. I love that. I love that. Your process, McCall. Let's yes. talk about that. So your last TikTok was when? Um, It was when I graduated. So a week ago. Yes. You did the whole graduation thing. Okay. Yeah. What's your mindset now? Are you like, okay, let's talk operationally. Are you yes. like, okay, do you have like a whiteboard? That you go, all right, so I did a TikTok when I graduated. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do one this week. Do you wait to get inspired? Do you see a trend and go, ah, I'm going to jump on this one? Help us. So I'm definitely slacking on TikTok. I don't think anyone should look at my TikTok right now and should take any notes. I think that one of the most important things to do on TikTok is to post two to three times a day, seven days a week. And that's when I saw my most growth. And that's when most creators see their most growth. Um, I've had a hard time connecting with short form content. I I've always loved long form content. And so I'm just trying to navigate what I want to do on TikTok because it's such an amazing opportunity. But when I was on my TikTok grind, I would definitely do brainstorms and then ideas would just come to me randomly. And I would be posting two to three times a day, just whatever felt right. And I really recommend that to anyone who wants to grow on TikTok. I have a question. The, I have an answer. The, the, I, I know you do. <laughs> that. Let me get to one of your TikToks, okay? That Dora the Explorer thing, okay? Yes. <laughs> is that you yourself or is that, was that the app? That is me. All right, let's give it to me. Let me hear that Dora. <laughs> Whenever you're ready, I want to hear that Dora. Give it to me. All right, ready? Let's do it. Hola, you sweet Dora. Dude, that is crazy. So, <laughs> I, I, now, why? Because you mixed it up. You did like a hair thing. You went one voice, you did the hair, and then you hit the Dora voice, right? Yes. Why did you do that? Because was that like a shock thing or what was that? R.I.P. the Hola, yo soy Dora. Swipe or no swipe. I don't know why I do half the things that I do. I don't, like, I just, like, when at whatever in the moment, I'm like, oh, I got to do this. I just do it. And do you remember what you said? Do you remember who you became before you hit the door? Um, I've done the, which TikTok was it? Because I've done Dora. The biggest one. No, no, your biggest one. You did, you surprised everybody. You went like, it was like this, and you went, "Hola, you so you like confused everybody, you know." But I'm sure that was the the surprise, right? I'm, I'm sure I planned it out. I don't remember the exact one that that. It was. went from hot girl summer to door the explorer. <laughs> always, you always gotta uh, whip out the door voice. It's like a party <laughs> trick. You just gotta do it. How did you learn how to do that? <clears throat> um, I really, I, we were just like at lunch, and I think that there was like this Snapchat filter of Dora that was on our recommended, and I just tried to do her voice and i like i did it and everyone was like and we were like whoa like why can i actually do her voice really well and then ever since i just have kept doing it you just kept doing it you said your mindset you're not on short form so what are you thinking on now long form yeah i i've been putting all of my time and energy into youtube um nice. at 11 a.m i just released my graduation vlog and it's like my favorite vlog i've ever posted nice. and I, I edited it for like three days and I was like so excited. So I've just been trying to edit as much as I can and really film a lot. But I know that I need to get back on TikTok and I love I love watching TikToks. So I just need to find what feels right as far as making the content. Maka, hold on a second because I heard a dog. Yeah. Uh, Zach, what, no, no, you're good, you're good. What type of dog is that? Um, He's he's like a pit bull. Uh, <gasps> nice, bro. But What's yeah, his I name? Need, I need to go get him because he just ran. Go, <laughs> ran go do your thing, go do your thing. McCall, oh I gosh. used to rescue pit bulls. Are you serious? And when I lived in, because I lived in Los Angeles for six years, but yeah. then when I moved to Las Vegas, I found myself in my third year with a lot of time because I was in the nightclub business. Yeah. And 
the highest kill shelter mm -hmm. in the country is in Los Angeles. No. It's in Carson. It's in Carson. Yeah, the Carson one is huge. So I started to get pit bulls out of there, and I'd go on Facebook and find them families, and there, and then mine, Max, who's a blue nose pit bull, who's the best. Mm -hmm. So I love dogs. You? I love dogs too, and it's so funny you say that. My sister's like one of her dream dogs is a pit bull because she hates the stereotype around them. But the, the two biggest dogs, I was telling her, Zach, I used to rescue pit bulls. Oh, Isn't that really? so I cute? Yeah, I, I, it's just you. I didn't, I didn't, I had no idea. I live in a different world, so I had no idea that animals were at, were rescued. I, I I thought you just went somewhere and you got them and that's it. But in at least in Las Vegas, the two highest breeds of animal that are in the shelters is pit bulls and chihuahuas. Chihuahuas. Chihuahuas, because people treat them like kids. And then they get very possessive over the owner and they bite kids and they bite everything. And then the people are like, you know what? I'm done with this. Yeah. Gosh. So, Zach, second yep. question. Come on, man. All right. Uh, <laughs> so, one thing to just to bounce back off of, like, you know, you're talking about YouTube shorts um, and stuff like that. I've seen people do specific channels on YouTube where it's like, you know, it's only shorts. And so, has that been something you've thought about to maybe because I've seen people do shorts channels and then they have another channel, but the shorts channel, you know, blows up. And then now you're able to leverage another account on YouTube over to your other account as well. Like, is that something that you've thought about? I haven't personally thought about, but I think that is such a good idea. I think Mr. Beast did it. Like, I think. Mm -hmm. I think that's so smart and shorts are blowing up on YouTube and I think I could be wrong. I think that YouTube recently made a budget for shorts. So they're going to try to pay creators more because since it's like 15 second videos, a lot of people weren't making that much money. So I think that they talked about doing that. So that's really smart. I think that if like, you want a second channel, like everyone should get on that. Yeah. No, it's a hundred million dollars that they, they said oh. and it's no account minimums too. Like you don't have to have, any subscribers, any watch time, like, and that's where, like, I was talking about, you know, like reusing content. Mm -hmm. Like I would just like, cause I'm about to probably start a short channel where yeah. I mainly post even shorts on my main channel too. Mm -hmm. But like, I'm going to just reuse all my TikToks onto a shorts channel because you're getting different people on there too versus on TikTok. But yeah, I think that's awesome. I think that's very smart. McCall, I, you, tell, you said there uh, with monetization or something like that. Mm -hmm. I shut mine down. And when I shut mine down, my account grew. Mm -hmm. Do you have yours on or off? Um, mine is on, but I tend to use copyrighted music if I feel like a song really fits. And then the video then it gets be. shut down. huh? Yeah. So that's why I see people like I, I watch the Nelk Boys and yes. they always have like legit people singing. So that means that are they not doing copyright strikes anymore? Or how does that work? Um, so in my recent video, I just used like four copyrighted music and it gave me an email and it was like, your video will not be monetized, but this is not a strike against your channel. So right. I don't know what you have to do to get a strike. Maybe you have to like proclaim it's yours or something, but you can Got use copyright music unless Taylor Swift's management, I'm a huge Swifty. Like she will take, well not her, her management will take videos down and that breaks my heart because I would love to use her music. So I think it's like dependent on the label. Yeah, the, I created the Drake song, so don't worry, guys. This is a <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, guys. Is is Taylor Swift? Is that your favorite artist? Um, yes, I love her. Favorite Taylor Swift song? I know it's gonna be hard. Just give me one. Um, my tears ricochet. My tears ricochet. Is that a heartbroken song? Um, no, it's actually a song. It's kind of a long story. I'll keep it short. But basically, um, her old record label sold uh part of her music, so she doesn't own it all, and so it's a song to her, the man who signed her is that uh didn't scooter braun buy her whole thing or no yeah he bought her masters i believe it was wow wow so she's still number one is she still one of the top people yes definitely did you like when she was dating calvin harris i thought it was fun i thought DJ, like dating a dj is kind of fun kind of like 20s but right. um i feel like after hearing some of the songs i don't know if it was that fun right but... <laughs> who's she dating now she she's dating yeah she's been dating um Joe Alwyn, I think he's a British actor, and she's nice. been dating him for like three or four years now. No way. So look at that. She found happiness. Yes. We love to see it. 
I know, I know. Being a 17-year-old TikToker. Yes. You, one of the good things is that I don't know with what your content, what you do, do you deal with a lot of hate? Because it's not like you're trying to be somebody you're not. You know, it's like very funny. So I don't know. If the, do you get hated on a lot or no? Um, You know, I get comments like girls aren't funny. And that's fine because humor, yeah. humor is objective. I don't care. And then, right. you know, when I make a crying video, the whole thing is like that I'm not understanding a concept. So if some people think I actually don't understand the concept. They'll be like, you're dumb. But I'm just playing a character. So it does not feel like a personal attack or anything. But I don't get any hate comments that hurt my feelings. You mentioned, and there's another video that I like that I had write, written down. One of my favorite videos of you crying is you crying for Santa. Yes, yes. Right? Okay. Yes. Is that real tears or are we, how are we getting there? So sometimes when I'm actually crying, I will film one of those videos to keep it super authentic. And then I also have like this eyelash oil and sometimes I'll put it like right here and it looks like tears. It looks like my things. And then I'll fan my eyes. So I start crying and then I can usually just keep it going. What is that? What, what type of eyelash oil is that? It was like, like it was supposed to grow your eyelashes, but I just used it for TikToks. It was like argon oil or something. I don't know. But Zach, one of, one of the questions that I had, one of the suggestions that I had for, for McCall is because I talked to her and I was like, man, this girl's very mature. Look, I thought she graduated college, not even, not even <laughs> high school, right? But then I saw there's a video of her. You were trying to do something for for one of the D'Amelios to pick you in something. Yes. Okay. The way you were explaining yourself, mm -hmm. you sounded official. You know oh, what I'm like? Like your English you. comes across clean. Like you look like an ambassador for the oh. cause whatever you're doing right which a lot of people don't have that but you do for some listen you i don't know if you practiced how you're born that way right so i felt zach that's like i do with you that she should i know she's doing the long-term long-form stuff i felt that she should review makeup stuff uh hair products shampoos Whatever, because whatever she's going to sell, I'm sure, especially in that demographic, people, I know people are going to buy because it sounds, the way she talks, it sounds so generous. Do you see any of that, Zach? Yeah, I mean, it's just whatever you're interested in, because if you're interested in it, it's easy to sell because you actually, you know, enjoy it and use it. Um, so, yeah, I, I definitely see that for for sure. Um, I need to start doing that too <laughs> more as well, but... Uh, it definitely makes sense because, you know, if a brand sees that, it's like, okay, well, we already, like, there's a bunch of, you know, uh, examples of this creator specifically doing the things that we would be looking for, and they do it really good. So, like, like it's basically, you know, putting a big target on you to say, hey, like, I can sell your product, like, really well. Thank you, guys. Yeah. That, that's so funny when my mom watches this, she's going to laugh because with my family, I get so excited and I talk so fast. And my mom, when I'm talking, will go squirrel because like I never finished a sentence. But when I'm talking like on camera, something I really try to slow down because sometimes like I have a clip of me and it sounds like I'm speaking gibberish because I just go and go and go. So it's been a goal of mine to kind of slow down and think about what I'm saying. So that actually means a lot. Dude, it's <laughs> perfect. Have you thought about anything with brands yet? I saw you, they were like, Two videos ago, do like a surprise box thing. I don't know if that was uh, some kind of a brand thing. Have you done any of that yet? Um, yeah, I've done. I think that might have been my first sponsorship on TikTok, but I do a good amount on YouTube and I work with some really fun companies and they really let me like share what I want about the product and give an honest review. So I've worked on that a little bit over there. Any company you want to share here? Sure. Oh my gosh. Okay. So there's this perfume company. It's called Dossier. And when they first hit me up, I'm like, I'm down to get some new perfume. And they gave me this one scent and I wear it every day. Like it's my favorite scent now. It's amazing. I love nice. it. Who else have you gotten? So we got Dossier. Who else? Um, I've done like, I, I think it was Dolve and they were like a skincare company and they gave me one of those skincare brushes. You see, I told you I, I'm right up in the alley. You see that? I knew it. <laughs> Yeah, and I loved using that because I used to have really bad acne, and then I did like um, an acne treatment, and it's a lot better now. But like, it feels like I'm really cleaning my skin, and I love that because it's like a nice exfoliation. So that was fun too. Nice, nice. See, look at this. Watch this. Look at this, Macaulay. For you, so this is a baseball glove, right? You see that? 
I see, see it. That, see that company there? It's Rawlings, right? Mm-hmm. But you see that logo right there? Oh, my gosh. That's your logo. That's the logo. And it's the same back there, right? Mm-hmm. So I was the first person to get a sponsorship deal with these people, right? Just the biggest. It's That's like saying Nike for basketball. It's a big deal, big deal. But it all started because I was working with little kids, mm-hmm. probably like age seven, eight years old. And ironically, people were, the parents were telling me, dude, do you have a deal with Rawlings? Because I was pushing the product so much because the bat was working real good. Mm-hmm. And then a year later, I signed with them and I've been with them for three years now, but. That is so awesome. Oh and I don't God. and I don't speak or sound as good as you do. So if I'm doing that, you should you should be like I would go go outside whatever car you have guys. This is a what kind of car do you do you have? I do not have a car right now. So what kind of what cars are at the house? Eddie, give me one type of car. Uh my gosh, I'm so bad with cars. Uh a Tesla. You have a Tesla? No, I don't. My friend does. What about at the house? Where your house? What do you have? Oh, well, I live with five roommates. And so one of my roommates has a Tesla. Okay, is that the white one where you guys filled it with the balls? Yes. Okay. Guys, Indeed. let me I would, I'm telling you, watch McCall. I will go outside tomorrow and <laughs> and talk about whatever model is. Guys, I want to show you the model this, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I think it would do amazing. Oh, okay. I'll I start think, doing I think, that. I think I would literally pick a thing that, but it has to be something you like. Now, if you hate the Tesla, don't do it. But if you love the Tesla, mm-hmm. I think your English is is perfect for that. Thank you. Yes, I do. Your parents, when you yes. started doing this, mm-hmm. I saw I saw your dad has a sense of humor that you put. It's like <laughs> funny Larry or something like that. What was his name? Uh, What's his your dad's name? Thomas. But you said in one of the videos, you said he's like funny Thomas. He has like a side to him. Yeah, probably. I love my dad. I put him in my videos. So him being that kind of personality, I'm sure that helped a lot. How mm-hmm. hard was selling this that you're doing to your parents? So it was hard for them to want me to do, to get them to let me do YouTube because my parents um, are a little bit older. And so they had the perspective that social media is dangerous. This is where kids talk to strangers and get like kidnapped and stuff at first. And um, I had an older sister though. So she had kind of like, you know, they like went through like the, she like had Instagram and stuff. So they kind of started understanding. So I convinced them to let me do YouTube and then They've been, there's been a couple instances in the past years like where they get like, I don't know if you should be on here. It's kind of scary. But now they're like, now that they understand it and they took the time to like, let me talk to them. They're so supportive. They're like my number one fans and I love them so much. Dude, I love that. How, how old are your parents? My dad just turned 60. That means he had you at what? My mom had me at 40 and she just turned like uh, 57. I think she's turning 58. Uh, that's going to be like me, dude. I had my son. At 40, 41. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, well, I like it. I like it. How hard is it? Because in my world, it's it's a little weird. I love the TikTok world, the YouTube world, looking from my perspective in. Mm-hmm. But in my world, when I started in the baseball world, I never really liked the content creators. I didn't like what people were doing because I felt that everything was a sell to either, oh, take lessons with me or if God forbid you don't like what I teach, you suck as a person and I hate you and I hope you die. Yeah. Right? It was like the worst thing. So I I always viewed myself as a YouTuber, TikToker, whatever, even at my age and my thing. How hard is it for you to collaborate with either people of equal thing? Because listen, Anybody that has 10,000 followers, like, oh, my God, McCall, yeah, yeah, great. But has it been hard to collaborate with people equal to you or even higher? How have you viewed that? So um, moving to L.A., I kind of quickly realized that my content doesn't really involve collaborations. And I talk to my friends about this a lot because we'll have a collab day where, like, sometimes, like, a ton of creators come over and everyone's getting content. And I've just realized for whatever reason, I I like it to kind of just be me and like my really close friends. But every creator that I've met has been so kind, even if they have like 9 million followers or 10 and have like had me in one of their videos. Like I, I'm really yet to meet anyone who I'm like, oh, like they were not very nice. So, and, and did they, that happened because you brought it up or they're like, Hey, McCall, just jump on this video. How did that work? Um, usually they'll just be like, do you want to be in this video? Like if they're over at our house and, uh, we've become friends with most people. Like we have met the most amazing creators here. Uh, one of my favorite is Nathan Davis. He's a TikToker and singer. Primarily he does uh, music, but 
we became friends with him and I've been in a couple of him, uh, his videos and now he's like a big brother. I really love him. Nice advice you get from these people. Anything you want to share that you've learned to be like, you know what? I learned this from this guy. I learned this from that. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that my, one of my best friends and roommate, Sean really talked to me about the algorithm and how like there is kind of like an actual system to how these different platforms work. And of course, some people get lucky and some people don't do the research, but Sean really motivated me to go to a YouTube seminar and actually like hand write notes and, and like, like see that there is like, like, it's not, it's not all by chance. Like, you know, the creators of these platforms, like they make an algorithm that we can all learn. So our content can do better. Is that that think media thing? Mm -mm. What, uh, what class did you go to? So, um, my friend, uh, Sean's management is collab. And so they had someone, a YouTube rep, uh, come and lead a seminar because they were, uh, YouTube was just changing their algorithm. They changed it a lot. So they were explaining the new algorithm to creators and I got to go. And so, uh, it was virtual, but I just wrote notes and soaked in all the information I could. Anything you want to share with, uh, with us, anything that you learned, you're like, Oh, looked out was helpful. Yeah. Um, so their algorithm's always changing. So I don't know if it's changed since the seminar. It was, um, I think at the end of last year or beginning of this year. And, um, so previously, which I was not aware of, they were really distributing people's YouTube videos by what was written in the description, which I had no idea of like what, how you described the video. And then they changed that. And last I know they made it to like what you say in the video. So what you keep saying. So like in my graduation vlog, I made it a point to really say <laughs> today I'm graduating. I'm graduating today. So then they put it on like seniors, like for you pages and people who have watched videos like that. So like whatever the video is, just like say it a lot. You just were at, you saying that how the title of a video. Yes. How important is that? I, I've used, but I have no idea how to use it. I think it's like tricks or something. I've used YouTube. I think it's TubeBuddy. Okay. Or VidQID or something like that. Mm -hmm. And because I had, a, I had to, a friend of mine who was on the show, he, he has a food channel. Oh, fun. and he he's in the millions. The guy goes to India, eats, and five million is like crazy, right? He's mm -hmm. like, oh, you should use VidIQ, whatever. But I have no idea how to use that thing. Like it's mm -hmm. like looks like Chinese. How do you view? How do you do the right YouTube title? Like how do you do that? So I think that the thumbnail and title are extremely important. I think of it like a little kid looking at like children's book. Like they're gonna pick the one with the prettiest cover and like what cover they like because you know like people can't. You could have such an amazing video, but if you can't get them to click on it, like it's not going to do well. And so um, in YouTube analytics, there's this section where you can see what your subscribers are watching. So I will look oh, at the I will look at the videos that they've been watching in the last 28 days and see like what thumbnails they're like they enjoy clicking on. And I'll kind of try to do the same thing, because even though my content's different, I know what they want to watch. Where, what uh, where is your audience? What's what is your audience age range? Um, I think it's like 16 to like 21 is nice. And it's mostly female. Yeah. I'm 18 to 44 majority dudes. <laughs> Rock on. Yeah. <laughs> majority dudes. So if you have a lot of dudes are going to check this out. Zach, hit it with some. Um, okay. So I did do some research obviously into, <laughs> The TikTok and everything, but I did see pretty much a year ago, you, this was June 7th, 2020, you hit 10K on TikTok. Yeah. So it's like a year from that and that you're at like over like, you know, half a million or whatever on TikTok. Mm -hmm. What a year from now, what do you see? It doesn't have to be a number, but like where, like, do you see yourself like what like, type of content do you see yourself doing and what mm -hmm. are your like goals for the next year? Kind of. My goals for the next year are to grow my YouTube, which could like, which also um, revolves around TikTok and really like putting content that will convert my TikTok audience to my YouTube audience. And so I hope by next year I have like a really strong um, YouTube following uh and because that's what i really want to do long term like i would love to be a youtuber like throughout the almost the rest of my life i really want to take on other projects like i'd love to act but uh i see like longevity in youtube i i don't think that i think like flash forward five years from now i don't know how many people will still be using tiktok 
For sure. Um, one other thing too that I had, I've seen, so me and coach um, have been using this feature a lot here recently, but I've seen you use it like a couple times, the mm-hmm. comment reply video feature. What do you think about that? And like, using yeah, that? I think it's, I think it's really convenient. Like if you want to make a whole video around it, like then your audience can see what was commented. I think it's a funny way to um, respond to hate sometimes. I think that so many creators respond to stuff. And I think it's so funny. Yes. And it, it's always so funny when someone responds to the hate comment and then you click on the comment, it says comment no longer available. <laughs> that always makes me chuckle yeah. a little bit. Yeah. But I think it's great for um, creators to really connect with their audience and like show like, I see what you're saying. And, like I'm responding to you. It feels very personable. And like you're building a friendship. Yeah, that's awesome. I think it's the best feature on any because honestly, it's literally what Cameo is, you know, mm-hmm. like people, yeah. it, it, that is Cameo. Mm-hmm. So except they don't really pay for it. Um, but I love that feature because I started using it like um, in December mm-hmm. um, and I just started replying to every comment <laughs> I got, um, which that's what <laughs> coach is doing. Hey, right now. that's me right now, man. <laughs> I love that. Do you guys feel like it helps you get con- like closer with your audience? A hundred percent. And it's the uh, only reason why my account has any type of following uh, now uh, is because of that feature, because uh, you're just engaging back with that, you know, your community at a way higher rate. And if you do it more than anyone else and someone clicks on your profile, they see, oh, wow, this person, this creator is responding to all these comments and like actually talking to their community. Because yeah. instead of like a text, it just feels way more personable, like you were saying. So, um, yeah. yeah, it like as far as like um, total comments too. I actually think on TikTok now, comments and every social media, in my opinion, comments are actually worth more than likes now, in my opinion, especially on TikTok. But uh, you can leave; everyone can leave one like on a post, but mm-hmm. if you can incite someone to leave 10 comments versus one the engagement that you're getting could just be like because someone will sit there and just comment for for hours sometimes yeah Um, because they just want to get a response out of you which is the whole thing you're just trying to always you know engage back with uh the the community which is what you know like you were saying you're trying to grow and get like a closer tight-knit community especially like on youtube as well which is yeah I always, um, I sometimes get a little frustrated when I go to someone's page and I see that like they don't reply to any of the comments. I understand when like someone gets like an excessive amount of hate. And so like, Mm -hmm. I'm like opening the comment section would just not be fun. Like even like Addison Ray, anytime I see her post a TikTok and I open the comments, it's all hate. So like if I was her, I would never open that. But sometimes I see like these creators that have like a couple hundred K or a couple million and they're not responding to the people who are like, you know, like giving them their time, like as creators, like people are giving us their time and that is so cool. And I can't believe that some people don't like talk to their audience. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Makai, you see that high editing there? I just hit you with the bottom. You see that? Come yes. on. That's big time budget here. Look at that budget. Look at that. I see it. I yep. like the little, the banner moving. You yes. see how it moves? Yes. All right. I see it all. Dude, I, I am all that on TikTok. I, I did a couple of TikTok things, but I didn't understand the edit. I didn't understand the trends. And then I didn't, didn't dance or mm-hmm. I get when I would speak at places. I, or my, even my interview with Logan Paul. And it's like nothing. My boy, Zach up there, he goes, listen, dude, just respond back to people. If for you, and I think it'll be great. I was like, all right. So I just started all day, just responding to people. And I'm not on your level or any of you guys level, but <laughs> on Sunday, and I, how many videos do I have, Zach? I can look right now. It's, look right it's, now, real quick. It's over. It's over a thousand. I mean, oh, look at you! Because all I do all day, awesome. It's the fastest way to get content. Because I have, I can tell you how many I have, and then well, how I'll many you have? I have six thousand six hundred eighty-eight TikToks. That's posted. awesome. Uh, Coach, let's see. I mean, Coach was like he's spiked up really fast here in the past month i mean McCall, go, i was coach. at zero i was at zero and then this guy tells me i'm like all right let's go where am i at tell me let's see um uh 1699 
Look at you go. Look at that. You're about to hit 2K. I'm about to hit 2K on Sunday. I was at nine. I got to 900 followers. Mm -hmm. Yesterday I hit a thousand. Now we're like at 1500 or something like that. You know. That's awesome. All from that. That's it. All I do is just respond to people all day. Now I don't know the ages of these people. I don't know what they do, but I just encourage them, Mm -hmm. and we go forward. And we created the blank army. So if you get blank army comments. (laughs) <laughs> you know where it's coming from. He's the CEO of the blanks. I created the blank army and we're just pushing it from there. That's awesome. McCall, your second podcast. How do you feel? Let's take a little break here. How do you feel, feel so far? I feel amazing. I was texting my mom before this. She was like, are you excited? Like, what are you going to talk about? And I was like, I'm super excited because I loved the conversations that we had. And I was, my mom was like, I think it's just going to be such a fun time, like talking. I don't feel any stress or like nerves. With that, so all right. I, I I knew you'd have fun. I'm. I think we're. I think we're doing good, Zach. What do you think? I think we're doing great. Um, I did. I had a couple other questions. So let's like, go. You let's go. you you were talking about Sean, and I saw the other kind of like four or five friends that like. Yeah. You say you do like a lot of this other. I guess you said you don't collaborate them with too much. Or I guess is that your group that you're collaborating with? Like you were saying, or so um we're like a friend group who live like we all live together but anytime mm-hmm. one of us like meet someone we'll bring them to the house and like uh all collaborate well th- this happened a couple months ago uh, a lot of the boys are pursuing other things than tiktok but in the past we would like have collab uh collab days and like a ton of creators mm-hmm. would come over but um i've been in so many of the boys videos and they've been in mine because they're like my they're my besties i love yeah. them they're my brothers but yeah. yeah yeah that's awesome so it's not it's not a tiktok house is it so it, <laughs> it was a TikTok house last year. We started a TikTok creator house called The Pound, and then okay. we hit we hit a million followers. And then we moved to LA together. And then we just realized that we, I think this happens a lot when you work with family or friends, we are just so much better at being friends than being like uh, co-workers. I don't yeah. know how I don't know how it works for a TikTok house, but we just all knew that we would be happier if we supported each other in our own endeavors instead of trying to do one together because we had such different ideas of what we wanted for our future and the opportunities we wanted to pursue. So that ended, but we still live together and we're besties for the resties and I love them. That's awesome because like you can still, like you said, you can still create with them whenever you want and yeah. it's not that relationship isn't like, you know, killed because of like the work, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, another thing too, like, I, I know you said you like, you know, posting about, you know, working out and like mental health and physical health. Like, yes. what do you think is so important about posting that, especially as a creator, not only for like other people who are trying to do the same thing, but like just people who are following and just like following you just because they enjoy seeing your content. And like, why do you think it's important to show people that specifically? So when I, Oh, I think it was like a year and a half ago, two years now when I was going through my, uh, my breakup, I searched on YouTube. I was like heartbreak documented. And like, there was like nothing, like nothing I was really looking for. And I was like, I was just looking for someone who documented them going through it. And everyone did like a year later, how I'm feeling and all this. And I was like, I feel like no one understands how I feel right now. And so then I made, I documented myself healing from it. And then I realized everyone understands how I was feeling. And so From then on, I was like, okay, I am just going to be very vulnerable with my audience because I don't really care to share personal, like, I don't have a problem with sharing personal information. And I think that that's something kind of like special about me because some people are more guarded and reserved and that's totally fine. I just realized I'm so comfortable with sharing a lot. And so I took advantage of that ever since. Yeah, that's great because I mean... Coach and I, I mean, we try and there's a lot of creators that do cross that line, I think, where they're putting out honestly like negative content especially like when they're like interacting with their community like in a negative way too as Mm -hmm. well but like you i can tell like from your content like you're just trying to like you know create like a positive community and that's what Mm -hmm. you know me and coach are trying to do as well um so like what are what are things that you you know see when it comes to like we were talking about um the reply videos um like what are things that you have thought of or have done to like invest back into your community like people do giveaways like are are there other things that you are interested in doing or have done in the past when it comes to stuff like that yeah i would love to meet my followers one day but um for now i just like 
I kind of learn their names. Like I can name like Abigail, Micah, Boz, Edward, um, Caleb, like people who comment on a lot of my videos and I respond to them every time. Like I, they're genuinely my friends and I, awesome. I, I love them. And so I just try to like, if they DM me, I like answer my DMs every day. Like I just want these people to know that like, I'm human, you're human. Let's talk about being human and be friends. And I think that just building a connection because I think that it's easy to just feel like we are producing content for numbers and not people, you know, because we see a number on the screen. But like these are people with lives and friends and family and dreams, like giving us their time. And it like blows my mind sometimes. And so I just like I want to know about them and like what they're doing because they care so much to know what I'm doing. So I think that building a relationship is really important with your followers. Yeah, that's great. I love it. I love it. You mentioned the heartbreak there, McCall. How, yes. from a scale of one to ten, how bad was the heartbreak? Um, I would say it was very dramatic, and I was very immature at the time. And so, probably me back then would have told you it was eleven, and this like it was raining cats and dogs, and everything was gonna fall apart. And now I look back, and I was like, wasn't too bad. Like it's just part of life. And dude, and you're only seventeen. Wait till you're twenty-seven. You're no. like, wow, that's really part of life. <laughs> no, yeah, I know. I was just so dramatic. And I'm really happy that it helped so many people, but I don't watch it. I don't think I'll ever be able to watch it because to me, it's like, it's such a different version of myself. And I'm just like, girl, like, why was your happiness like a person? Like, but that's how we learn. So I'm very like appreciative of the experience, but it's such like a cringy situation. Part of my past. Yeah, yeah, it's a little, a little interesting. What, are, how many views does that video have? Uh, I think I can check. Let me see. Let me look at this for us. It is at, it's one of my best videos. I know that. I think it's my second best video. It is at uh, a million views. Look at you. Look at you. How does it feel? Zach has witnessed the same thing. Both you guys have hit over a million in videos. I haven't yes. had, but Zach and you have. How does that feel knowing that a million people watch your thing? Well, in my situation, I'm just happy it helped people. I just have to tell myself that because I'm like a million people like saw me crying every day for like so long. And like, I don't know. It's like, I, I just like cringe at how I reacted to the situation, but like, it makes me so happy. Like I've gotten like thousands of DMs over the year that I posted it, like about how it helped people. So it feels so cool that I was able to like show so many people like, I totally understand what you're going through because that's why I made it. Because when I was going through it, I felt like no one understood. So it felt very full circle. Like I accomplished what I was set out to do. Hell yeah. That's why, but that's the, that's why I like you doing all that stuff because you have no fakeness about you. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? And I deal with a lot of that because, because I'm a little older and I and I have a lot of people reach out to me and a lot of people be like, oh, look at my content and take a look at my stuff and be like this and be like that. And I'm like, oh, this girl's fake. And I see it. You know, it's like very like cookie cutter, very like want to be polished. And I go, you're not going to pop, you know? And, and it's crazy because I was having, I'm going to have her on the show, I think next week. Um, Nikki Spolstra, who's really, she's really talented. She happens to be the the wife of the head coach or the, the yeah, the head coach of the Miami Heat. Oh, cool. And, and she has a good story, great story. And it's funny how everybody has something that they're holding back themselves of attacking their thing. Whatever it is, it's one thing, you know? And with you, I don't see that yet. You know, I I just, I'm sitting, I'm looking at this, I'm like, wow, man, this girl's going to be a, an animal. She'll be a monster because everybody kind of likes you because you don't, you're not like, like you have a great thing to rise. So nobody's going to, not going to hate on you because you're not going to have this threatening vibe to you. You have a very like, Oh, let's all be together and let's have a great time <laughs> vibe, you know? And those people win, you know? Thank you. Almost like a Lele Pons kind of thing is the mm -hmm. vibe I get. Yeah. Yeah. YouTube video. How do you view the contents? Okay, so you did a graduation video. Yes. How do you view what you're putting on YouTube? Are you doing more documenting my life? Like, okay, this week I got a horse. I'm going to talk about that. Mm -hmm. Or are you going to purposely go ride a horse and then talk about it? Like, how do you, how do you view that? I never um like plan a, a bit or content i just like show what's going on in my life and i watch people who do plan bits like um i used to watch david dobrik's vlogs and you know like those were all very intentional i was very entertained but i also love people that don't do that like uh claudia Sulueski. um she's a youtuber and she's one of my favorites and she just shows what's going on in her life and i feel like i connect 
the most with creators who are just like, this is my life. Come live it with me. Like, this is what we got going on. I don't think there's any harm in planning stuff out. I just never have. There was a girl that does that. And I forgot her name right now. She was young too. She would always do the coffee. She's very, very popular. And she would just do like very bland stuff, but it just, it just blew up. Yeah. McCall, any questions for me or for Zach? Um, what is like your dream for this podcast? Like when you look forward 10 years, like where do you see yourself? I, I see myself doing exactly what I'm doing right now. That's like awesome. I am, I, tr I've treated this, this is, this will be episode 94 and mm -hmm. I've had really famous people and then I've had unknown people and I've had whatever. And I take this like if a gazillion people are watching this yeah, be because I have so much fun doing it and I'm genuinely interested in people and majority of times I've had people on that I know it's awesome that I connect and it's good. Sometimes I have people on where I'm like, Oh man, they're just, they're too into their image. They don't want to shoot it from the hip. They want whatever. So yeah. I just look at the clock and I go, right, I'm going to give this person 30 minutes and that's it. Cause there's nothing else. And they just sit there, they sit there and they're stuck and they don't understand it yet with you is super easy because you grew up in this. So you could talk for four hours and you'll be great and you have nothing to hide. But a lot of people, especially older people that didn't grow up in this, have difficulty sharing certain stuff because Zach, how old are you? What, 23, 24? Just turned 23. So he's young too. So you guys are in that thing. I'm 42. So for people my age, it's a little weird to like say stuff and they get real. So my goal with this is more important to grow a podcast or whatever. That If that's going to happen, great. If it isn't, it doesn't. But when was the last time? Like I did it with Zach. Zach, super talented guy, DM me out of the blue because yeah. he saw me on a platform and I spoke to him and I said, man, this is what I'm seeing with you. I see these talents. You got to attack. And it was last year during the pandemic. And now look at the guy. He's blown up and stuff. But like I asked you, McCall, you have this huge following. You're doing great with her. How many people a day actually tell you, man, McCall, I'm real proud of you. You're doing awesome doesn't happen a lot yeah so i wanted to be the person that anybody that ever comes in contact with me in a genuine way that i can bring that for you for mm -hmm. an hour for 120 and it'd be legit and you'd be like man i didn't think about that but wow so this guy says i should go outside and do a tesla thing i don't plan anything but I let me see if i can you know what let me do an item a week and let's see what the hell happened i'm gonna grab crest toothpaste mouthwash the eye thing the hair color thing and just talk about it and i think so that's my goal with this i love that and i do love your idea i will put it into action but i think that's all so amazing how about you zach what do you want to do like where do you see yourself in 10 years five years or um just whatever whatever feels right <laughs> well i'm trying i'm about to hopefully start a podcast here soon Yay! Um, let's go so so hopefully I can get that up and going, but I mean, just continue to, you know, go hard on social media and, and the art. And, um, I just like, I know I, cause I've been doing this art stuff for like a year and a half mm -hmm. and I wasn't planning on doing it. Like I graduated college with a sports management degree and That's then, dope. yeah. And then just decided to become an artist, like out of nowhere. Um, but for me, it's like always experimenting with different, like that's like, because I just love being creative. So like, that's why I think I've been able to uh, enjoy social media a lot now more than I've like gotten into it because I can experiment different ways on how I want my videos to look or like how I want to make them or whatever. Mm -hmm. But, and it's the same true as with my art. So like, I just want to experience and uh, experiment you know, a bunch of different things and also traveling. I love traveling. Like I'm I trying to go to that. LA bad. I just went to Miami for the first time, uh, like um, two, three weeks ago or something like that. And then mm -hmm. that was awesome. And yeah. I've been to New York like four times in the past year and I love New York. So I'm trying to travel everywhere. That's so awesome. Can't Guys, wait to see oh, Hold on. Let me, let me yeah. ask you to the live. Guys, any questions for McCall or my man, Zach? 
Hit me now in the chat. Any questions before we let her go? I'm going to keep her on here a little while. Any questions? Shout out to my man, Preston Amato, sending me roses times one. What does roses times one mean? That's a gift. He sent you money. What? Yeah. <laughs> Preston, what? Baseball authority, roses times two. Oh, boy. Now yeah. we're doing it. We're going to get McCall. Hey. We're going to have her on every week. <laughs> McCall, you know what I think of, man? One of the most genius things that my boy, Dave Pornoy from Barstool Sports is. Mm -hmm. You know who that is? Yeah, yeah. So when you look at DDTG, and you look at his office, the painting in the back that he has, Zach did that. So it's a Zach painting. But one so... of the most genius things that he did was create BFFs. Yeah, I watched it. Because how I didn't even know a Josh Richards or whatever, whatever, you know? <laughs> Listen, Zach, I'm thinking that if we can get McCall, okay, to give us, I don't know, man, two episodes a month. And because... <laughs> McCall is going to be interesting because she's going to, because she speaks so clean and she's so marketable and so lovable, she'll do whatever Thank she you. wants, you know? I say she should kind of do like, what do you think of this, Zach? And we're going to have to ask her, obviously, but yeah, let's yeah. see. I think we should do a Los Amigos thing or something like that, you know what I mean? <laughs> Where McCall brings a friend. Listen, I don't want to hack it where it has to be this person that, you, that you're going to have to like do a thousand TikToks for. But anybody in your world, have them on, okay? And I think we should talk to them. What do you think of that, Zach? I'm 100% down. I'm, I love just hearing, like, different creators, especially on, like, and what they're, like, planning on doing, especially, like, on the same platforms that I'm on. You know what I mean? Because that's yeah. how you get inspiration and, and see other people, like, pursuing their goals. So it gets you inspired to pursue yours. So I love that. That's That would be amazing. <laughs> McCall, somebody wants to know. McCall's like, yeah, right, bro. McCall's <laughs> like, <laughs> somebody wants to know, McCall, where are you from? I'm from Washington State. Woo. Washington, wow. like the the west, up west state? Like Washington, like the Huskies? Like yes. Up there? Yeah, yeah. What part, what part of Washington? Uh, I'm right outside of Portland. We're like 15 minutes outside of Portland, Oregon. Oh, so you're really close to the border. I've been to Portland. I've spoken at Corvallis. Oh, period. At Oregon State. What does period mean? Is that like, yeah, what does period mean? It's like, yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Like, period. Period. So, no period. cap. So, that's I'm no cap. The at the end. <laughs> no cap, period. Period. We got Zach, we got to start doing that. <laughs> oh, gosh. McCall, I think you've been amazing. I Thank you. The YouTube... Any, I'm telling you, I I don't know if I told you this. I predicted Eric Decker. You know Eric? Sounds super familiar, but I'm better with faces. So Eric, when I interviewed Logan Paul, this is a famous story. When I interviewed Logan Paul last year, 2020, mm -hmm. right before I go on to him, this dude is there. Mm -hmm. And he's he literally snuck in to the fight. It was Jake Paul was fighting Anderson Gibb. I do know this guy. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. So he was right before me, and I'm watching him pitch Logan that he should join Maverick. Like literally, I'm watching this kind of like this is, and I was looking up the whole time, and I saw a couple of holes in a couple of things he did. Mm -hmm. And after I said, "Hey, man, I want to talk to you for a second. I interviewed, I talked to Logan, whatever, and I grabbed him aside. I said, "This, I want to tell you something, man. You got a lot of talent, bro. I'm, you have star stuff. I would have done this and this differently, but you're gonna crush it." McCall at the time, this dude had. 1400 subscribers some of that wow look okay. at it now he 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 shows me a video sends me a video or something like oh let me see your work whatever i was like oh my god <laughs> he's had like a million two now he's a monster like he's a monster so much that jake paul did a thing with him of hey to join him or whatever he's like nope and even Ooh. nope because he's his own person now you know and he's like so that talent is sick i see you there I see you as long as you don't get heartbroken again, right? <laughs> or we lose you to love or something. Yeah. I think you're going to do absolutely amazing. So I'm a big fan of yours. Thank you so much. Zach is, Zach loves your stuff too. Thank yeah, you, awesome. Zach. Before, awesome. we, before we let you go, tell us where we can find you, all the stuff you have going on, everything you want to plug, go for it. Remember, this is a bilingual. The beauty about being on the Coach HP show, by the way, McCall, 
es que aquí se habla español también. So la audiencia habla inglés y habla español. So we got like a Spanglish thing going. So we talk yeah. kind of like this. It'd be like, dímelo Macaulay, ¿cómo tú estás? Nothing, I'm here. You're on the podcast con Macaulay, con Zach. Mm -hmm. Tell them, McCall, where can they find you? You guys can find me at McCall Mirabella on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Pinterest, if you feel like it, Twitter, all of them, all of the above. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 